Welcome to the Wandering CEO Podcast, where ambition meets adventure. I'm your host, Priyanka, and I am on a journey to build a business and see the world because I believe we all deserve to live a life that resonates down to our very core. This podcast is all about aligning our career with our lives so that we have more fulfillment, freedom, and flexibility to do what we want to do. Join me every week for some real talk where we chat travel and entrepreneurship to start living lives we are simply obsessed with. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Wandering CEO podcast and happy new year. I'm so excited about what this new year is going to hold for both of us. And I thought today's episode, it would be fun to talk about some things that worked for me in 2023, doing a little bit of a look back. So I'm going to go through some of the things that worked for me. I also read 56 books last year. So I'm going to talk about some of my favorites. And if you're anything like me, you love to kind of hear some things that are working for other people and see like, okay, is that something I want to try? Or, you know, if nothing else, you can be like, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. And then let's talk about this year as well. So I'm going to talk you through what I am thinking about and how I am structuring my goals, what I want the new year to look like. It's And I think this is going to be important because it's really different than how I've done it in the past. And I think it's going to really resonate with you because I think you're just like me in the sense that maybe you have set some really ambitious goals in the past years and you, you know, didn't necessarily accomplish it. And then you were really down on yourself or really hard on yourself. And you're like, Oh, I had all these goals and these dreams and I didn't actually do it. So we're going to reframe that thinking a little bit. So I think this episode is going to be really, really value packed for you. And by the way, if you're listening to this while you're in the car or working out, or you just don't have access to be able to write any notes down, don't worry. Things like my book recommendations and everything like that will be in the show notes. So you can easily reference that after this episode. So let's talk about a few things that really worked well for me in 2023. One of the first ones I want to talk about is that I took social media off of my phone. And then I also took my email accounts off my phone. So I don't know about you, but for me, I was an obsessive email checker. I don't know why. I wasn't getting, you know, a ton of emails from people. It's not like I had all these important emails coming through. But for some reason, anytime I would pick up my phone, I was constantly refreshing my inbox. And I didn't even think about how much time I was spending doing that or how much energy I was spending on just refreshing my email inbox constantly until I actually took email off of my phone. And that was such an important thing for me to do because then I only checked email when I was on my computer and I found that so, so helpful. I was checking email all the time on my phone on the weekends, just like constantly. And so only being able to check it on my computer has been a game changer. And that's something I'm continuing through 2024. And then I also deleted social media off of my phone. And that's something that I'm trying to decide what I want to do about for 2024, because it was such a breath of fresh air. So if you're anything like me, you've probably had those moments where you're like, I just don't have enough time in the day, or you just kind of felt this general anxiety and you didn't know why. And maybe you're the complete opposite. Maybe you have a really healthy relationship with social media, in which case, good for you. I'm, I'm, that, that makes me so happy for you if you're one of those people. But for me personally, I felt like I was spending so much time scrolling and I would like kind of end those scrolling sessions with a pit of unease. I was kind of like, what did I just do? Like I kind of wasted my time and I did a lot of comparing myself to other people and I don't feel so great about it. And then because I also have the content creation side, I was thinking like, okay, now I need to like go and I need to post and I need to keep up with the trends. And all of that was just generally giving me a lot of anxiety. And I just didn't have a good relationship with social media. It wasn't bringing me any joy at all. And so 
taking that off of my phone as well has been a huge game changer for me. And like I said, I'm still trying to decide what my relationship is for it for 2024. Part of me is thinking I don't want to get back on social media at all. But as this podcast is a come along my journey type podcast, like I'm telling you things in real time as I'm working through them and figuring them out. So TBD on that piece, but I will tell you that it was such a game changer for me. And I'm really, really enjoying not having social media or email on my phone. So maybe that's something that you want to try as well, or at least, you know, consider doing a bit of a cleanse and, and, and trying that. But as much as you can declutter what's on your phone, I think you're going to find that gives you a lot of peace of mind and gives you a lot more time back in your day. The second thing for 2023 that really, really helped me was not putting my energy in a million directions. And this kind of ties in a little bit to the first thing. But for example, at the beginning of the year, when I was thinking about everything I needed to do. I was like, okay, I need to post to Instagram every day. I need to post a TikTok every day. Oh, and then I also need to have my newsletter and I want to start a podcast and I have my travel blog. Oh, and then I also want to host trips. Like, I mean, I'm exhausted just listing it out. So I'm sure you're exhausted just listening to it. And as you can imagine, like, I know this isn't a visual podcast, so you can't quite see this, but let me walk you through kind of a diagram. So imagine that you have your ball of energy, let's say in the middle. Okay. So pretend you're, you have a piece of paper, you have a little circle and it's your ball of energy in the middle. And then if you draw arrows in every direction that you're trying to do things, so take that energy and imagine trying to put it in a million different directions. Okay. Or 10 different directions, which is basically what I was trying to do at the beginning of 2023 so many different directions. Imagine the length of those arrows. How far can they really go when you only have a certain amount of energy that you can give to 10 different things? Of course, the arrows can't go that far. Now think about your energy again in the middle and then think about maybe two things or one thing. Think about how much further, how much more progress you can get done in that one direction. And that is something that might sound so obvious. And and hopefully if you see it visually, that makes a lot more sense for you as well. But this took me a long, long time to realize. And of course, I'm still working on it as always. Like I, I have to like kind of stop myself from trying to do a million different things. But I feel like my entire life, I have been trying to do so many things at once. Like I've, I've been trying to do everything and proving to myself that you can do everything. And what I learned this past year was that you can't do everything and you don't want to do everything because why would you spend your time on things that don't bring you joy, on things that don't matter, on things that aren't going to actually further what you want to get out of life. And so I realized that towards, I don't know, let's say the second half of 2023. And I really am just doubling down on the podcast and the travel blog and my newsletter. And, and that is it. Again, not posting on social media, not thinking about you know what's next. Here's all these other ideas. I want to just put my attention and my focus on these, really the travel blog and the podcast. And then of, of course, the newsletter is kind of secondary to those. But that is so much more realistic and so much more manageable than trying to do 10 different things at once. So that's something that worked for me in 2023. Definitely pulling that forward into 2024. And with that comes this concept of consistency. And I think that really is the secret to success. And it's not as sexy as so many of the other things out there, but it really just boils down to consistency. I mean, there's a reason why there's that whole, you know, the turtle wins the race. Is that the story? I think it's the turtle that wins the race because it's like slow and steady. And I think in this 
digital age where we just want like instant gratification and we want instant results, instant success, that we've kind of lost sight of the fact that if you just continue to make progress towards your goals, slow and steady, consistently, you're going to get there. Like you're, you're going to get there. I mean, it might take you a little bit longer or you might have to, you know, make different pivots and turns along the way, but consistently putting in your reps, consistently doing something is not only going to get you to your goal, it's also going to build your confidence along the way. It's going to teach you so much. And that is really something that I learned in 2023. And I'm going to give you an example about it. So my travel blog, Champagne Flight, by the way, if you haven't checked it out, I've had that for years. I I mean, honestly, it's been eight years maybe. And I never consistently posted on it. Like I I would post here and there. And then I would, looking back, I think there were times where I was like, oh, I don't know why this blog isn't doing so well. Well, of course, I wasn't actually posting enough. So it couldn't do well. And now this year, since July, I have been posting consistently, maybe not even as consistently as I want to. But just from July to December, I saw five times growth in the traffic to my blog. Five times. Okay. So that is proof that consistency can get you there. And even with this podcast, I mean, this is still a brand new podcast, but putting in my consistent reps on the podcast makes these episodes so much easier to record, makes them, you know, I have ideas come to me faster and I'm watching the downloads increase. I mean, there's so many things that can be said for just moving consistently and just putting in those reps. And they, again, they don't need to be, when I say consistency, I don't need you to do 10 podcast episodes a week, or you don't, you don't have to go to the extremes, whatever consistency looks like for you. So maybe you're also a travel blogger and all you can do is one blog post a month. That is better than not doing anything or just sporadically posting. Like just try to consistently put in reps wherever you can. And that's something that I think was really, really helpful for me to see and learn and something that I'm going to keep doing, of course, in this new year. And like I mentioned, I read 56 books. So those books were a mix of fiction and personal development books. I read, I tend to read the personal development books in the morning with my coffee. And then I read fiction in the evenings before bed. And of course, I read many more fiction books than I do the personal development because they're just easier to binge. So I'm going to give you three of my favorite fiction books and then two of my favorite kind of personal development. Um, I guess one of them is technically a, a personal development slash finance book. So let's start with the fiction. My three favorites were Everything I Never Told You. And I'll put again, I'll put this in the show notes with the authors of all these books, but Everything I Never Told You. And that is a really good commentary on an interracial relationship, family dynamics in general. I, there's There's a lot that you can get perspective on from that book. And it's really, really well written. Um, The second book is called Educated, which actually isn't a fiction book, so I shouldn't have put it there. It's a memoir, Um, but it's a really, really good read as well. And then the third is A Gentleman in Moscow. That book is one of those books that you wish you could read for the first time again. It is just so beautifully written and it'll transport you back like the entire book you'll feel like you're actually there alongside the characters so those are those are three of those recommendations and then the other two for the more personal development side of things are um, I will teach you to be rich so when I picked up this book I was reading it as like okay I want to read this finance book it'll you know talk to me more about passive income and investments and all of that kind of stuff but I immediately got hooked in the beginning of the book because 
the author talks about actually defining your rich life. Like, what does that mean to you? And that it's not just, you know, about money. It's like, what does your rich life necessarily look like? Like, what would make you feel like, okay, this is the, I'm living the life that I want to live. And so it kind of helps you reframe a lot of your thinking. And then the second book I read that I highly, highly recommend is called Make Time. And that one was something that I also started implementing towards the end of 2023. And that's kind of talking about, making time for what's important to you in your day-to-day life and not necessarily trying to be more productive, not trying to fit more things into your daily schedule, but actually carving out the space and the time to really be picky about what you want to spend your time on and to really focus on what's important to you. And I think that book is really, really great. So if you're looking for book recommendations, definitely uh, check out the show notes if you can't write those ones down. Okay. So now let's switch our focus to this new year ahead of us. So In 2024, what I am thinking about, which I think is going to be really helpful for you as well, because maybe you're like me and you did a lot of resolutions in the past. I mean, I would take a piece of paper and I would write down all the different categories. I'd say like professional, personal, fitness, and I would write all of these goals and the, you know, these measurable outcomes that I basically wanted from the year. And that's okay if that's your style. I think that that it's kind of exhausting. It kind of sets me up for failure a little bit because then I can look at that list and be like, oh, I didn't accomplish all these things at the end of the year. So the first thing that I want to tell you is that if you're looking at some type of list you created for 2023 and you didn't hit all the goals, stop thinking about it that way. And instead, be proud of what you've accomplished. Because I know that when you actually take the time and you sit here and you go, okay, what did I really accomplish in 2023? Even if it's one thing, or maybe, you know, there's something that you're doing differently, or finally, like kind of some type of breakthrough you made maybe in your career or in your personal life, or you found a partner or or you found a new friend, whatever it may be, just be proud of the thing that you accomplished because I promise you that there was growth last year. Even if you don't see it or even if it wasn't as much as you wanted it to be and you didn't hit your goals, if you put your goals that you wrote aside and you just really just reflect on the year, I promise you, you're going to find something that you're proud of. So do that first. That's what I'm doing too. So that's why I'm telling you to do it. And then when we think about 2024, what I am asking myself is what do I want to make time for? Okay. Like what do I actually want to spend my time on in the new year? And when we think about writing down goals, which by the way, I'm not doing that for this year. I'm I'm writing instead of goals, I'm writing down what do I want to make time for? Because this podcast is all about aligning our career with the lives that we want to live. But if we don't know what the life that we want to live actually looks like, how can we align our career with it? I mean, how, how can we actually make progress in this new year? So think about what do you want to make time for? What's the life you actually want to live? What does that look like? What is your ideal life? And so contrary to years past, I'm not sitting down and writing like, here are all my professional goals. And these are just kind of completely in silo from my personal goals. Instead, I'm writing down like, what do I want to spend my time on? And then I can think of how I need to shape my business, my career to allow me the freedom and flexibility to spend the time on the things that I want to spend. So for example, if you want to travel a ton in this in 2024, but you don't have a remote job or you have a job that doesn't give you much PTO, you, you might want to start thinking about that, right? Like you want to say, okay, instead of thinking about all of these different goals that I want, let's actually think about what I want to spend my time on and 
how can I potentially align my career or make changes in my life to make that a priority? And you want to think about those trade-offs too, right? Because as I mentioned before, you can't do everything. Everything is not possible. So think about what's truly important to you. I mean, maybe it's like spending more time with your family this year or your partner or trying a new hobby that you really wanted to try. So like for me, for example, I am really interested in doing a wine certification course. So I am planning on doing the the Wine and Spirit Education Trust. It's WSET. I'm doing the level two course this year. That I, That's something that I really want to do. I think it's going to make me a better travel writer because one of the things that I cover on Champagne Flight is wine regions. I'm also just really passionate and interested in wine. And so that's like something that I've never really thought about before. Like I've, and when I wrote what I wanted to do for the new year, I never really sat and thought, okay, like what do I actually want to spend my time on? And instead I would write all, all these goals and things I wanted to accomplish, but think about it that way. And then if you really want to write out goals, think about how those goals can support what you want to spend time on and what you want to make time for. And then I think you also really need to think about what actually feels exciting for you because I'm giving you this advice because I have to tell myself this. And again, that's what this podcast is all about. We're figuring, we're figuring shit out together. Okay. And all the time I see something that is working for someone else and I'm like, oh, I have to do that. And just because it works for someone else, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you because if you're not excited about it, it's not going to work. And then again, that's how I feel about social media, right? Like I, I see all these successful influencers and I'm like, okay, well, I must post and I must do that, but it doesn't feel exciting for me. So that's not the thing for me. Or maybe for example, one of your friends has, um, let's say Airbnbs and you're like, okay, that's the way to go. That's what I need to do. But maybe you're just not actually interested in real estate, or maybe you hate the idea of, you know, communicating with future guests or designing how the interior of the Airbnb is going to look like for you. Just because it works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So really also be critical and think about that when you're thinking about this new year. And the last thing I want to say when it comes to thinking about the new year is that you don't have to plan it all out. You know, like life is meant to be spontaneous and just see how day-to-day goes. So, you know, maybe again, have an idea of like what you want to make time for and what you want to really prioritize and focus in the new year. And then also leave the space for just seeing how life unfolds because that's important too. And we can't plan everything out. So just to wrap up that piece, because I know we kind of talked about a lot of different things here, and this was not just one topic for this episode, but I really wanted to share with you the things that worked for me and kind of how I'm thinking about 2024. So just a recap of that. For 2023, I deleted social media and email off my phone. I focused more on consistently producing blog posts and podcast episodes. I figured out not to put my energy into a million different directions and to really prioritize what excites me and what's working for me. And then I also gave you some book recommendations, which I won't repeat. I'll just put those in the show notes. And then for 2024, let's focus on what's the life that we actually want to live. What do we want to make time for? And not just write out New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals for the sake of having them. Okay, let's be intentional. Let's be picky, right? Let's be picky. Even if you write one thing down, perfect. That's awesome. That means that you were picky, that you were like, this is the one thing that I want to make time for this year. And trust me, that's going to be way more impactful than a list of 30 different New Year's resolutions. I love you. I'm really excited about this new year for both of us. I'm also excited about the podcast. I am going to be sitting down and doing some strategy sessions and just thinking about guests that I want to bring on, uh, maybe some different formats of episodes. So as always, if you have any feedback, I'm not on Instagram still. So 
send me an email. I'm at mail at psgenasia.com or better yet, please uh, join my mailing list. That's one of the best ways to stay in touch. I send out a weekly newsletter and it has blog posts, podcast episodes, and then it also just has personal updates. And it's really easy to hit reply to one of those emails and give me some of your thoughts and feedback. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me today. If this chat resonated with you at all, I'd really love it if you could share it on Instagram and tag me so I can thank you for keeping the conversation going. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.